Welcome to the NPTE Final Frontier Podcast, helping one student at a time. Visit NPTEFF.com to enroll today so you can pass tomorrow. Thank you for joining us here on the NPTE Final Frontier Podcast. My name is David. And my name is Emily. For our very special 100th podcast episode, we decided who better to interview than Dr. Bupinder Singh. For those of you listening who are not familiar with who Dr. Singh is, he is the owner and founder of the NPTE Final Frontier, the current serving president of the nonprofit organization Foreign Academic Credentialing Tools and Services, which is also referred to as FACTS or FACTS, the founder and former director of the Gate Analysis and Movement Evaluation Lab at California State University in Fresno, where he was a tenured professor for the Department of Physical Therapy and successfully launched the Fresno State Amputee Clinic. And most recently, Dr. Singh was named as the founding program director of the Department of Physical Therapy at Manchester University in Northeast Indiana. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast, Dr. Singh. So to start off with the first question, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from and where did you go to school? Great. Thank you, David and Emily, for a great introduction. And this is a pleasure to be here. A little bit of background uh, for everyone listening. I'm a physical therapist by heart and I'm a physical therapist by profession. Um, I graduated PT school many years back and decided to work in the clinic and decided that I need a little bit more information of why my patients were getting better. So I graduated with a PhD from University of Iowa in 2012. So it's almost 10 years. And then I did a little bit more education, which is going to be called as a fellowship. So I did a leadership fellowship for APTA so that I can be talented enough to lead a program as a program director and a department chair. That's great. You know, it's always interesting to hear about the starts. So talking about the starts, what made you choose to become a physical therapist? And also, why did you decide to create NPTE Final Frontier in general? So for being a physical therapist, this is going to sound like a cliche story of a 16-year-old boy uh, whose sister was a physician and her best friend was a physical therapist. So as I was finishing high school and thinking about undergraduate courses, uh, I got the opportunity to observe uh, her as a physical therapist in an outpatient clinic in a small basement, and that triggered my interest to be a PT. And from that day onwards, I didn't look backwards. Uh, what I learned in many, many, many years back was empathy is going to be our tool to treat patients or heal patients, and our hands are going to be the tools which are going to make a difference. So I stuck with that principle and going from the first job as a PT tech, uh, folding towels and uh, catching on people, going out of the clinic with wheelchairs and bringing them back in to being a PT, uh, very, very minimum salary to be a program director and a department chair. It's been a wonderful journey so far. That's incredible. And then with in regards to NPTE Final Frontier, what was that defining moment where you were just like, I need to get this off of the ground? So it, it started from one of the students who had failed their NPTE, and I was sitting in my office as a, 
a relatively new professor in California State University system. And the student walked in and said, I failed my NPTE. And I said, hmm, okay, uh, FSBPD can help you out. And he said, well, they don't have a lot of resources on their website. And I was like, no, that's not possible. So I looked it up and he was right. There were not a lot of guidance for students on what to do after they failed the exam, because usually DPTs are considered to pass on the first attempt. So I sat down that night and planned a timetable for the student and started implementing on him. And it was a one-on-one -on -one coaching, which I did, uh, obviously at no cost to one of my own DPD students. And he passed with a, I think, a 100 or 30 point increase score in the next attempt. And then the rest is history. My wife, Lindsay Fox, uh, put the, the icing on the cake by saying she was going to support me in the early years and make sure this converted into a business, which would help hundreds and hundreds of people in the future. And we are, we are here now today at the 100th episode of this podcast. Thanks for sharing, Dr. Singh. I always love to hear why people decided to enter our profession. And I especially love to hear why you decided to start Final Frontier, because I feel as though it has just been a program that's been able to help so many students. So I know they'll find that information helpful. So in your career, tell us about the different settings you have worked as a physical therapist, whether it's different patient populations or just different settings in general. That, that's a great question, Emily. I was, uh, when a PT student goes to the second year uh, in the DPD program, or uh, even if you're foreign trained as a DPD, uh, you take neuro. And I fell into that, for lack of a better word, sexy neuro trap, where I was like, wow, a spinal cord injury patient, I can treat them and they'll walk again. Or a CDA patient will come to my clinic with one side not working and I can help them walk. So my early years were neuro. I, I did a little bit of work in an outpatient clinic with neuro rehab, but my major first job was in an intensive care unit where they specialized in road traffic accidents and a lot of traumatic brain injuries, a lot of CVA, a lot of spinal cord injury, a lot of young people not driving carefully and uh, getting their head and neck busted. So uh, that was a start, but over the years I've converted more into, uh, I did about three years uh, with the VA setting for total hip, total knee, uh, orthopedic issues. I worked briefly in the SNF. That's probably my least favorite, but that's a very valuable part of our community. And recently, as my leadership roles have expanded and I have gone into more teaching and research, I want to keep the love of clinic with me. So I have been uh, going into more of the pro bono side. As you guys introduced, uh, I founded the pro bono clinic for amputees, and that's where uh, we're working with an underserved population trying to give them the whole physical therapy. So you can't say they're ortho or they're a neuro patient. They have multiple issues going on with their, with their health. And pro bono is where I am right now. I still do cash-based practice. Um, I sometimes do ergonomic assessments and help our IT people know where to sit and where to stretch during their long work hours. But if you have to define one area, I think that will be a pro bono outpatient clinic at this point. That's incredible. So now with your immense expertise and experience, what do you feel could be done to make the physical therapy profession better? Well, that's a million dollar question, right? So we obviously are a very, very, very 
hardworking profession. Uh, it is people who are passionate about helping patients, people who don't care about spending extra minutes with their patient. Uh, so I think in order to make our profession better, I would want to change two things. One, I am worried about this increasing student debt and lack of return of investment when they graduate with their DPP. Uh, so one of the reasons I am now a founding department chair or program director at a university is I am hoping to start an, a similar trend to what we did in Final Frontier many, many years back of reducing student costs. And I think that is going to make our profession look better because if our students, our young minds, our generations are going to graduate with a lower student loan, that is going to help them make better decisions to go pursue a field of physical therapy they want to work in and not being biased by who pays better and which home health setting pays better for them to pay their student loans. So I think the first thing to do would be to pay off, to, to change the dynamic a little bit uh, on student debt going lower. The second thing I really believe we can do better um, to make the physical therapy profession better is going to be advocating for ourselves so that we are not going to be at the hands of insurance and deciding how much reimbursement we need to make. I'm not going to be saying that we all need to go to cash-based practice because I understand working with a pro bono environment and uh, an underserved population that not everyone can afford a cash-based practice. But I really feel that if we get together and advocate uh, against the old practices of not getting enough reimbursement, uh, we will be definitely in, in a better position. Uh, as, as you can hear, both of my recommendations are about one, reducing money, and second, making more money. And the reason is I'm truly a fan of anyone who chooses physical therapy. I think everyone who's in this profession currently or recently graduated are passionate people with a very humble heart, and nothing needs to change there. Uh, just the outcomes need to change so that we can survive for a longer period of time. I totally agree. I feel like this is definitely an area that we could put more time and effort into to really help our profession grow. So next, what is one piece of advice you would give to physical therapy students preparing for the board's exam? Well, a one word answer would be be yourself. You have passed, even if you graduated from a, a two-year DPD program or an accelerated DPD program, you probably uh, took at least 50 to 60 midterms, finals, lab practicals, and you passed. And that's why you're listening to this podcast. That's why you are appearing for the NPD in the next few months. And just be yourself. Don't listen and change your strategies based on what was said on the internet or what was published on a blog. Uh, trust your preparation. Uh, this is probably your biggest exam of your life. This is something which is between your license, uh, between your patients and you. And that piece of paper will need to be earned. Uh, but if you follow your instincts and do what you have been doing for the last few years, from undergrad to grad school, you will be fine. Uh, we obviously can help you with providing resources and a structured program and giving you uh, the important topics as live lectures. But one piece of advice would be just be yourself and you should be okay uh, in this exam also. I think that's such a great piece of advice for students, especially since you mentioned trust your preparation. I feel like a lot of students have difficulty with that. So that's a really good point. 
So what is one piece of advice you would give to recent graduates preparing for their first job since they have now passed their exam? Okay, this question is going to bring my Indianness out of it. So the answer is going to be negotiate, negotiate, and negotiate. And it's not just being a crybaby and say, I want $20,000 more. Negotiate for your time, negotiate for your skills, make sure that no employer, including me, is going to sell you cheap on your DPT. You earned it, it's a doctoral profession. Anyone who says that a new grad should make $20,000 lower than someone with five years experience, is just trying to take your money away from you. Because when you bill as a physical therapist, if I bill a patient versus you bill a patient, reimbursement pays the same. They don't take into consideration any, any uh, years of experience. Obviously, when you have years of experience like I do, ask for more, ask for more days off, ask for more equipment, ask for more technology, ask for more salary, but don't sell yourself cheap as you are going to enter this profession. And money will follow you if you don't make your patients as a number. The day you start feeling like your patient is a number, the day you are in a clinic where you're treating four patients in an hour, the day you are doing hot packs and ultrasound on a patient knowing that doesn't, doesn't work, but you're still doing it because that will get you paid, that is the time to change job. And don't be shy in moving from a clinic, which is a mill mentality, a clinic which is a patient mentality your patient is the reason you're here and that should be the reason you should sustain this profession that is such valuable advice and so important as well so we have been talking about a lot of serious questions over here but how about a little bit of fun because this is the npte final frontier podcast and we know a little bit about fun so here you go if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Awesome. That's a great question. Um, I have two young kids and I've been watching a lot of movies dedicated to Disney. And uh, I think if I want to be a superhero or have a superpower, I would like to be an Elastic Girl. Elastic Girl is from Mr. Incredible. And I want to have a power where I can stretch my limits to help people out. And I know it sounds like a kid's cartoon, but that is what I want. I want to make sure I can reach out as far as I need, whenever I need to make things happen. So thank you, David. That's a great question. The Incredibles is an amazing movie. So good choice, Dr. Singh. Thank you. So again, Dr. Singh, thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast today and answering all of our questions. I think this really helped our listeners get to know you better and provide them with some amazing advice and guidance. Now that you heard our interview with Dr. Singh, here's a quote from Albert Einstein. Try not to become a person of success, but rather try to become a person of value. That's right, Final Frontier Warriors. Don't just go off and chase that success. Don't chase it down. Make sure that whatever you're doing, you are providing that value. And as a physical therapist, as that physical therapist assistant, you are providing that value to those patients, to the world, and you are doing incredible. You are powerful. You are strong. You are a final frontier warrior, and you will pass. 
Thank you very much for listening. For more information on the NPTE Final Frontier, please visit NPTEFF.com. You can also check out all of our social media platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Till next time, have a great day and a powerful tomorrow.